together growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, my dear friends, I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Luke, chapter 6, verses 12 to 19. In these days, Jesus went out into the hills to pray, and all night, and he continued in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called his disciples and he chose from them twelve, whom he named apostles, Simon, whom he named Peter, Andrew, his brother, James and John and Philip, Bartholomew and Matthew, Thomas and James, son of Alphaeus, and Simon, who was called the Zealot, and Judas, the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. And he came down with them and stood on the level place with a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the sea coast of Ty and Sidon had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured, and all the crowd sought to touch him, for power came forth from him, and he healed them of everything. My dear brothers and sisters, I just want us to begin by Jesus going up to the hills to pray and spending time with God in prayer all night. It has become clear to most of us that Jesus spent most of his time to God in prayer. Jesus prayed. He did all that he can to be with God in prayer. What fascinates me is the attitude that Jesus has. Whenever he wants to be with God, he makes time to be with God. And this is probably the first thing we could learn from Jesus. Spending time with God in prayer. And I call it an attitude because if one has something to do, take it to God in prayer. Ask God, what does he think? Ask God for an opinion. Ask God for a blessing. The ability to go to God and say to God, Lord, I'm coming before you. I humble myself. I submit to your holy will. I ask for your guidance. For me, this is powerful because Jesus did not need to ask God the Father. I mean, he's God himself. He didn't need to consult. 
He knew everything. He has the full knowledge of things before they happen. But he still asked. That is humility. To verify things with God. And so he goes up to prayer. But what fascinates me is that almost the public life of Jesus is surrounded by prayer. The Gospels tells us so often that Jesus will go up to pray. That Jesus will spend the night with God in prayer. So prayer became second nature to him. And so before engaging in anything, do I ask God, what will Jesus do? How will God react to this situation? How will he treat it differently? How will he handle this emotion? How will he respond to this situation at home? How will he show love and understanding? How will he show them that he has forgiven them? Always seeking the will of God. The second thing that I also find interesting, having gone back from God, he goes to his disciples and immediately as he goes to his disciples, he chooses from them the 12 whom he names apostles. But what fascinates me is that as he comes to the disciples, he has to make a choice. And somehow in life that has to happen. The scripture says you cannot serve both God and money or both God and mammon. You can't serve two gods. I need to make a choice. How many of us are afraid of making a commitment? How many of us are afraid of making a decision? Of taking a choice. Everything goes. We don't want to upset people. We don't want to do or say things that may offend others. And so we circle for anything. We accept anything so long as everybody is okay. We are willing to compromise the truth. We are willing to compromise our standards. So long as everybody is okay. But that's not how life is about. Sometimes I need to make 
choices. And sometimes the choices are difficult. They demand from us. But a choice has to be made. So coming from God, he meets his disciples, he chooses. I choose this over and above that. And after choosing, he appoints and he names the twelve. Jesus is clear on what he wants. He is clear on what is good for him. He is clear on what is good for his mission. Am I clear though? Do I know what I want? Do I know what God expects of me? Do I know how to live my life as best as God expects and demands of my life? The clarity of mind. To constantly ask, what is the plan of God? What is your purpose of God? What is your will? What do you desire for my soul? What do you ask for my well-being? May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect us, to bless us, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O oh my God, I offer up to you all my thoughts, words, and actions, joys and hopes, graves and anxieties of this day. I ask you to grant me the grace to love and to serve you, and all those you send my way today. I ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God bless and protect you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.